Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself. Broaden your mind. Open your heart and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Welcome. It is wonderful to be with you again this week, and I'm looking forward to an exciting show. I've got a little bit of a different topic than I have done in the past, and a really amazing and vibrant and beautiful woman that is going to share some incredible knowledge about a topic that may have meandered through your own mind. Have you wondered about the afterlife? Have you ever had questions about it? Are there those that have passed on and gone to the other side that you wish you could speak to or that you knew how they were or what they were feeling or if they had a message for you? Are you like me and you love the conversations with the universe, all of the different signs, symbols, and synchronicities that appear that continue to speak to us and guide us? There's so much that we just don't know and so many things that we can discover in that place of curiosity, especially when we have an individual who is a medium. You might not know what a medium is, but today we are going to discover, because throughout time, humans have sought to understand the mystery of what exists beyond life on Earth. In everything you wanted to know about the afterlife, but were afraid to ask, author and world-renowned medium Hollis Duran provides insights and answers to the most common questions about life after death. Hollister has provided detailed messages from spirits for more than 25 years. In her new book, Everything You Wanted to Know About the Afterlife But Were Too Afraid to Ask, provides insights and awareness to the most common questions about life after death. She's been on television, worked on all types of shows, been on Psychic Radio, Angels in Waiting, uh, has been on Coast to Coast with George Nury, and has worked with many other fellow mediums, such as James Van Prague uh, and others. And so, without further ado, I'd like to welcome you, Hollister, to 1111 Talk Radio. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I would like to make a correction that James Van Prague and I have not worked together. We have not been a team in that way. But I have worked with John Edward, and I have also worked with... um, Robert Brown, who's a wonderful English medium who spends a lot of time here in the U.S. Mm, mm. Talk a little bit, Hollister, about, is there a difference between mediums and psychics? Um, Talk a little bit about what that means for individuals that may not have explored that area before. Well, in in my book, I do go into this in depth, Um, and... um, people have a lot of confusion about what is, what is a psychic, what is a medium, what is a channeler, what are the differences, how can each help me, when do I go see one or the other. Um, and so I'll give you a very simple explanation. A psychic reads, quote, reads and interprets the energy around people, places, and things here on the earth plane. A medium connects with verifiable and recognizable spirits. A channeler may provide information for many here on the earth plane through one or more um, high-level wisdom-based spirits. So that's kind of the difference. The psychic information is about what's going on here on the planet. 
Um, mediumship is connecting people and providing messages, mostly from loved ones um, in the in the afterlife, and sometimes angels and guides. And channelers provide messages for many, for the masses, to move us all forward, um, and often from high-level spirits. Now, is mediumship something that is uh, acquired by a certain few? Is it something that's learned and can be trained? Uh, or is it something that is running through families in some way, um, intuitively and genetically connected? How, how does someone become a medium? Well, it's kind of all the above. I like to think of mediums being born and made. So um, people who are sensitive, being born with a certain level of sensitivity to the spirits and maybe the world that many people do not see. And then how we choose to develop that sensitivity over time. I like to think of it almost as though, you know, uh, musicians are born and made. You know, I used to be a musician early on in my life. And so music is very close to my heart. So I was born with a certain level of talent. But over time, I went to school for it, had voice lessons, took piano lessons. And so I developed that innate ability. And that's pretty much the way it is with mediumship and psychic ability and even channeling. Um, so does it run in families? Well, I, I, we haven't yet found the genetic markers to indicate that. And that would be an interesting scientific uh, study. I'd be very interested in that. But what I have discovered over my years, my 25 plus years being involved with this world, is that where there seems to be one psychic or medium within a family, you will usually find more than one. And that goes for my family as well. Mm. Now, mediums speak with spirits. Is there a distinction between ghosts and spirits? And what is that? Well, I make a distinction, and I'm not sure that everybody does, but I think of ghosts as spirits with a bad attitude. Um, so early on, as I was you know, working with the spirit world, um, I was drawn into a ghost busting and that kind of thing, you know, dealing with difficult situations and difficult spirits. And it got to be kind of a, you know, a full contact sport. And I decided you know what, I don't want to work with the difficult spirits of the universe. I really want to work in healing at a different frequency. And so I started to work with loved ones in spirit at the frequency of love. And that's where I've been working ever since. Now, we all know that the greatest fear that human beings have has to do with death and dying. And when we talk about speaking to spirits or receiving messages from spirits that have crossed over, that seems like that would create a greater peace and an understanding and a trust that this is not the end. How, how is, have you seen uh, individuals receive or um, move through life after having an experience with you Uh, connecting to a loved one? Well, it really is a very broad response. Um, But where I think um, there has been the greatest healing over time that I've seen are in situations where uh, people have taken their own lives, where there has been a suicide, where there seems to be 
on the part of the person who has died, a pushing back or a desire to turn away from everyone that they have loved or who has loved them. And that's very, very painful for those of us who are left behind. And I have personal experience with this, having lost a cousin at the age of 19. So I have been through the pain that that creates within a family. Um, And so what I've discovered is spirits who pass with suicide, you know, are often very front and center, wanting to continue the conversation uh, that their loved ones left behind thought they wanted to just end. Mm. I I know in the very beginning of the book, um, in the introduction, when the publisher was talking about their experience and, and coming to you and, and really desiring you to write this book, I think something that really touched me was when Richard's father stated that he was learning for him even though he had passed on. So the learning in life, earth is not only the place where we have our wisdom and learnings and education, but even after passing on, the spirit continues to learn and can often learn from us. Yes, and that is really the good news in that if there was a very difficult relationship that we've had here on the earth plane, that with someone who has passed, that is not the end of the story. Um, what I've discovered is that those in spirit get to view and experience their lives from the perspective of those they've loved and those they've wounded. And sometimes those people are the same. Um, and so nobody gets off scot-free. In other words, we have to really face our lives and see how our actions have impacted everyone as we have lived our lives. And that has then allowed these spirits to acknowledge the change and see how their offspring and people that they've left behind have shown love in their own lives. And yes, the spirits can learn from that. And so if an individual wants to... uh, connect with someone that's crossed over, if there is healing that didn't happen or something that they wanted to say to a loved one or someone that had hurt them that they never got the chance to say, how can this type of work support that connection, but also can an individual um, communicate even without a medium? Oh, absolutely. First of all, um, what I'm finding now in my work, um, because I've seen I've seen changes over time. And when I first started working as a medium, there was a lot of prove it to me, prove it to me, prove it to me stuff, you know, um, and and mediumship was really one of these. Let's see if this is legitimate. Now, there are a lot of people who have incorporated this into their lives. So now it's become more about how can I have that connection directly with the person um, that I love. And so I'm very excited to foster that and to, you know, lead classes and workshops and really help people to do that. Um, The one thing uh, that it's important for everyone to know is you can have a conversation with the spirits. Um, What I find happening is people often come to me now to get validation for the information they believe they have gotten themselves. 
And so it's so exciting when spirits, you know, tell me something that a person thought they heard themselves. They get very excited. I'm excited. The spirit's excited. We all have, you know, it's like, woo party time. Um, so as people become more confident um, that the synchronicities, the signs and the symbols in their lives, you know, you were bringing this up you know, as you were introducing the show. I don't think you and I are that far apart because as we look for the signs and the symbols that the universe gives to us, the spirits are part of that network of the universe providing that information. So no matter what you say to a spirit, it is received by them. And if you feel that you're not necessarily hearing the answer that you would like or getting a response, there are ways that that you can develop to make yourself more sensitive and more in tune. And they're not all that hard. Now I've had guests on before that discussed angels and how we can ask angels for assistance. Uh, They will only assist if they are asked, is there a difference between the, those that have passed on uh, in regard to uh, being required to ask them for help? Can they help? Uh, or are they able to interfere uh, even without? Well, as I've discussed in my book at length, um, I've talked about angels and guides and loved ones, and and can they help us? Do they uh, can they intervene on our behalf? And what I've discovered is that spirits can intervene, but not interfere with our free will. So um, so that's where the cooperative way of looking at this comes into effect. Um, The spirits cooperate with us to bring hope and healing and lead us in a path that is the best for our soul's growth. Um, But we can at any point opt out of that or decide we don't want to listen. But we also don't have to worry about the, um, uh, the spirits sort of getting in a huff and, you know, walking off with their hands on their hips. You know, they have eternity to, um, you know, to work with us. So there's really no rush. Uh, they will be there when we are ready. When you are providing that connection between someone that has passed on and a client that is seeking some answers, are you? Are you connecting to an individual's higher self? Is the spirit still of the same consciousness as when they were alive? It's simply uh, the communication that's happening. What's really taking place in that uh, communing between the three of you? In some ways, it is uh, both. Um, So let's say I'm sitting with a client um, and her mother shows up. And the mother looks at me, I look at the mother in spirit, and I hear a very critical voice, you know, a a woman who just could not say a nice thing to her daughter. So I will say to the daughter, your mother had a very critical voice. Um, She could not give you a compliment. Um, She felt that you um, uh, reflected poorly on her. And the woman will invariably say, yes, that is indeed the case. But then the mother will change her voice right in my ear. And so what I've discovered is the spirits will often, especially if there's been a conflicting or difficult relationship, will appear first as they were recognizable here on this earth plane. 
And then as we are talking, then comes, now I'm going to show you how I've changed. Let's talk about what I've learned. Um, But if the spirit, you know, if I said to this lady, oh, your mother's here. Oh, my goodness. She loves you. She's saying such nice things about you. The woman would look at me and say, that's not my mother. So the spirits uh, need to establish who they were on this earth plane and then uh, let us experience with them how they have grown and changed in love. That seems like you're it is for the individual to trust that the spirit is accurate and authentic. Is that to relax the individual that you're speaking to so that the communication and connection can be more open and fluid and allowed, or is it simply for the sake of trust? It's not simply for the sake of trust. It is also an acknowledgement of where the spirit has failed. So sometimes we just need to know that people in our lives who have hurt us know that they have hurt us are willing to own the fact that they have done that. And by acknowledging that and owning, okay, this is how I was, and I did not give you your due, and I was unkind to you, um, in doing that, um, that sets the stage um, for a place where a conversation can take place. Throughout time, humans have sought to understand the mystery of what exists beyond life on Earth. Hollis Durand has just released a brand new book, Everything You Wanted to Know About the Afterlife But Were Afraid to Ask. She is an author and world-renowned medium. In this book, it is organized in a way that is very easy to use. It is a question and answer format, and Hollister tackles a wide spectrum of concepts with candor and wit. She busts the myths and sheds light on such taboo topics, covering everything from is there really an afterlife to do spirits visit those who are dying? Do spirits still feel love for us? And does romantic love exist after life? Hollister also provides readers with simple exercises and meditations to help reestablish a healing relationship with spirits of loved ones. The book is filled with messages of love and stories that are both heartbreaking and hopeful. Each communication is bound to touch you and have you question everything that you believed about this difficult subject. Hollis Durand acts as a liaison, and you will find solace and peace in the knowledge that our loved ones never truly leave us. You can find out more about this wonderful book um, if you go to Hollister's website. And, um, and also, I definitely recommend checking out the book, whether it is uh, on Amazon or Barnes & Noble, wherever it is that you want to go for that. Go to hollisterrand.com. That's H-O-L-L-I-S-T-E-R-R-A-N-D.com. You can also scroll down in the author bio section on the page and all of her details are right there. Uh, We'll be right back after these messages with Hollister Rand and more discussion about the afterlife. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. 
People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more? More joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships? More empowered community, greater fulfillment, and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides, and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Before we get back to my guest, Hollister Rand, I want to let you know that the archived issues for 1111 Magazine are always up and free for you to partake in. They are filled with amazing information, beautiful shares. You are introduced to six individuals that are creating and sharing beautiful love, light, wisdom, uh, and the expansion of knowledge, each issue. In addition, it is uh, filled with a lot of other pieces that will support you on your journey, and that is my gift to you. So go to the website at any time, and you can read full magazines that date all the way back. In addition, check out our archives. I love the fact that I have some amazing guests on, and the information is timeless. So definitely check out any of the archive shows that are listed on the site. In addition, I want to tell you a little bit about Faithful Counseling. They are a team of licensed counselors who share your faith and will help you through your problems. You can begin a conversation when you're ready by text or phone and even secure video conferencing from the comfort of your own home. They share your faith and your values and are professionals with the experience to help you and your issues. They are not a crisis line. They have a 1,000-plus 
U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states, available worldwide. And again, four communication modes, text, chat, phone, and video are included. You can start that communication in just under 24 hours. So schedule your video and phone sessions. There's a broad expertise in the network, and financial aid is available for those who qualify. It is secure, convenient, professional, and affordable. And you can get 10% off your first month with the discount code 11, spell 11 out. And you can go to faithfulcounseling.com forward slash 11, receive 10% off your first month. Again, that's faithfulcounseling.com forward slash 11, and 11 needs to be spelled out. Uh, my guest today is Hollister Rand, and we are talking about her brand new book that just released this month. It is Everything You Wanted to Know About the Afterlife, and it is filled with questions and answers about any and everything that you would want to know. In the afterlife, distinctions between love no longer apply. The fact that there isn't romantic love in the afterlife might be a disappointment to son. It is hard to imagine that we could be that what could be better than love. Love in the afterlife is an expanse of love. Instead of being in love with one person, we're in love with all that is and loved by all in return. This is from her book. I invite you to visit her website, hollisterrand.com. She has spirit circles where she works with five people at one time uh, with the messages. She has uh, many gallery online events that are going on right now where you can partake in uh, discussions and Uh, She also has private sessions and many other things. She operates by phone and by Zoom and can do individual clients. So definitely check out all that she is doing at HollisterRand.com. Welcome back, Hollister. I want to talk a little bit about um, animals. You mentioned during the break that your your sweet one is sitting in your lap. And I remember uh, my own... Uh, two dogs that I had when they passed on, I had gone to someone to find out a little bit about mine. And the messages that came through were so profound, particularly that my animal was really a spirit guide uh, that was here to really support me through my own spiritual journey. Can individuals communicate with their animals as well? Yes, that's actually one of the favorite things um, in in my work. I love the animals. And that's probably because originally I wanted to be an animal communicator. I've always been fascinated um, by animals. Um, I grew up when I spent a lot of time in the natural world um, in Woodstock, New York on a mountain and chipmunks were my friends. And, you know, I've always loved the animal kingdom. Um, But much to my dismay, I couldn't speak really with live animals. Um, I found that I would speak with alive animals after they had died. So um, now that is something I really, really enjoy. And these days, animals come as family members because they are family members in our lives. So they will comment on all sorts of things going on in the family currently. And those um, we've loved who have passed may also bring us our next pet, our next family member. And absolutely, they can be guides. In fact, in fact, you know, when I do large events in ballrooms and things like that, very often animals are the first um, spirits that I see and they will draw my eye to the part of the room where I am to start. And invariably, I'm starting with like dog people or cat people. You know, it's really interesting to me how the animals sort of guide me to where I'm to start. 
Mm. Animals, do they reincarnate? Because I can swear the little puppy I have now is my my previous dog. Well, well, may very well be. But what I have also seen um, is that that those in spirit will instruct a potential um, adoptee in certain behaviors. If you do this, they will love you. If you do that, they'll think that you're part of the family. You know, if you go for that toy, that was my favorite toy. So I do think that um, that spirits guide um, the new uh, adoptees in our families. Um, but there are people who absolutely swear, as you do, that this is mine reincarnated. And, you know, why would I doubt that? <laughs> There's mm. no reason I would doubt that. If you are sure that that's the case, let's, let's call it sure. <laughs> I have had quite a few experiences when it comes to spirits. And in one particular case, in, actually in, in three specific cases, they were spirits that seemed to be trapped here that had gone through trauma and needed support in crossing over or understanding or not being locked in whatever bubble of time they were locked in. Can you talk a little bit about when you connect with spirits um, that seem to want to to stay or are stuck here and what what is our role in that? Well, I do think that there are mediums who have different specialties and that is not my specialty. Um, so much so that after cataclysmic things that happen on the earth, um, I tend not to get involved with making sure that those spirits get to where they're going. Um, there are mediums who do that. That is their calling and bless them for that. So mediums do have specialties as well. So I connect with those uh, with loved ones in the afterlife and maybe some people with whom we've had some conflict um, who will come and work with us. But there are mediums who will help, uh, you know, rescue mediums who will help those who have passed and may not either be willing to acknowledge that they have passed or kind of have a bone to pick with the universe and aren't done making their case known. Mm, thank you for that. There are uh, individuals, mediums, that, that have certain religious figures that communicate through them. Um, and, and oftentimes we can hear of many different people that are, are channeling or being communicated through the medium that, for example, Mother Mary or Jesus. Can you talk a little bit about... Um, how these these figures do that or is is are we picking up on an energy or is that specifically that soul that is coming through well first of all it it illustrates something which is true for all spirits which is that spirits are not location based so when a father who has passed speaks to his wife his daughter and his son he can be with all of them at the same time in different places, even if they're scattered throughout the world. So if he is with his wife, it doesn't mean that his daughter and his son are robbed of his spirit presence. So those in spirit can be in more than one place at a time. Um, And I have spoken with many clients who bring with them Mother Mary or Mary 
or um, you know Jesus consciousness. And I and I talk about this in my book where I was doing a large event, and uh, and it was at the Wesak Festival um, and in Mount Shasta, California, and they they put the spotlight in my eye and eyes and I couldn't see the audience and I said to the spirit you're going to have to be super bright tonight or I'm not going to be able to see anybody and I saw you know who looked like Jesus Christ to me like my childhood Jesus Christ how I you know saw Jesus Christ when I went to church um, and as I was talking with the man that Jesus Christ was standing next to he said yes I understand that I work with Christ consciousness. So um, I place no judgment on that because I have seen um, Jesus Christ with people. I have seen Mother Mary with people. I have seen saints with people. Um, So these connections are real for people. And I'm delighted that I get a glimpse into that for them. Now, if if someone believes in reincarnation and 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 the spirit reincarnates into another form, can they still be contacted as the previous spirit? Or does that consciousness then go to the new body? Well, I am not a reincarnation specialist by any means. So I can only speak to the subject from what I have seen in my own work. Um, So understand that that is somewhat limited. But what I have seen in my work over time and throughout different countries, um, because I have spoken with uh, people in the Near East, the Far East, um, and even traveled to a place or two. Um, And what is interesting is in the places where reincarnation is a real part of the overall culture and religious belief, um, there is understanding that a person dies and comes back and people are looking for that person. Um, and that will show up in readings. And I had one instance where I was on the phone with a woman um, and I heard this voice, male voice say, grandfather is here. And I said to her, grandfather is here. And she said, yes, he was born yesterday. Well, that threw me for a loop. Because I thought I was talking with grandfather, but it turns out the person I was speaking with in spirit was grandfather's brother, who was announcing that grandfather had indeed returned to earth. Um, So there are those times when reincarnation is really clear and where people are willing to accept it. Now here in the West, um, and I would include Europe and uh, the United States in this, you know, sort of Western idea. What I often hear from spirits is I will wait for you. There seems to be a collective sense that we will come back together, that we have these agreements. I will wait for you. Um, so I have not spoken to a spirit yet who is, has said, I am here, but I am also on the earth in another place. That hasn't happened with me. That may happen with other mediums, but not with me. There is this description of what happens when pass, someone passes on, and that is that they see the light and there are other spirit beings waiting there to usher them in. It's an idea that a lot of people have had. It's promoted on um, television and movies in that way. When a spirit does leave, do they end up encountering a family of souls that was theirs, or are Referencing that statement you just made about uh, spirits waiting or someone waiting for them. 
I am so glad that you've asked that, especially in light of the numbers of people who are dying currently without uh, family members able to be there. Um, this has caused a lot of pain for people who have left behind, who have been left behind here on earth, thinking that their loved one died without the comfort of their presence. Well, the one thing I can say is no one dies alone, ever, ever, ever. And so there are loved ones in spirit. There are um, angels who will appear. I've spoken with spirits who said they have flown on the wings of angels at the time of their death. So there is tremendous comfort and grace and support as people are passing. So please know that no one dies alone. Mm, And as individuals are moving through this time, and if they, they do have loved ones that are going through the challenges of, of being ill, what can they do to support that spirit in terms of feeling comforted and calm uh, as it is uh, restless within the body, but then also transitioning out of it? Yes, well, that's, that's an important differentiation, the restlessness of the body versus the spirit and the soul. So um, what we see at people's death is not always the experience of the spirit. And that's important because we can see someone's death as being traumatic or uh, terrible or terrifying, and we can carry that story within us. And it can cause us tremendous pain. And I'm thinking of a, of parents who saw their son um, on fire running across a field after a fireworks um, display accident. And they were convinced that their son was terrified, in pain. Um, and what I've heard time and again from spirits is they are out of their body or the pain is not reaching them. And often they're watching themselves pass and standing with their loved ones as witnesses. So one of the healings that takes place with connecting with the spirits is that their death is, uh, they, they sort of want to correct the stories that we're telling ourselves around the pain of their deaths. Mm, that would bring a lot of peace to families who have particularly had to, ex- to watch someone suffer or experience trauma. Uh, it, it, it brings a certain level of solace so that even their spirits are not restless inside their bodies. And that really is, I think, the most important thing. If you want to support someone in spirit or someone who is transitioning, find the peace within yourself. Find the love within yourself and find the joy within yourself. And in that space, that's where you can meet the spirit because that's where they're going. During the last 25 years, Hollister Rand's dedication to the healing work of mediumship has included events and workshops in the United States and abroad, and it has been her honor to work with respected mediums, including Robert Brown and John Edward. Her work on television includes Tori and Dean, Home Sweet Hollywood, and America Now. Her radio appearances include uh, the seance, seance with John Edward, Angels in Waiting, and Coast to Coast with George Nury. Hollister's first book, I'm Not Dead, I'm Different, Kids in Spirit Teach Us About Living a Better Life on Earth, uh, is also available. And her brand new book is Everything You Wanted to Know About the Afterlife. 
definitely check out her website, Hollister Rand. She does work with individuals privately. She is also doing Zoom conferences, phone, uh, gallery onlines as she's moving through uh, virtual book sharings and tours, and also a spirit circle where she works with five people at a time. So definitely find out more about what she's up to and uh, get yourself involved. That's hollisterrands.com. We'll be right back after these messages. Do you want more? more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at imsimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. If you've not been to the 1111 Magazine site, I invite you to explore the new group of online courses that are being created and shared by many of 1111 alumni's uh, that have gone through either the pages of the magazine or through the radio show. There are some really beautiful creations in terms of courses that will support you right now. And um, there's also an offer for a bundle where you can have access to every course on the platform. Really excited about this playground that's being created, so definitely check it out. There are courses on forgiveness, on human design, on tapping into your genius, on astrology, and so much more. So you can go to 1111mag.com. 
In addition, if you are going through any difficulty at this time, experiencing pain or grief or having challenges as you're moving through this particular period in our world and need someone to talk to uh, that is more of a therapist and a counselor, definitely check out Faithful Counseling. They have licensed counselors who will help you through your problems and you can connect with them in whatever manner supports you, whether that is text or phone secure video conferencing, and it can all be done from the comfort and safety of your own home. They create conversation, formulate actionable plans, and address the challenges that you are facing. Their goal is to help your well-being so that you may feel mentally, emotionally, and spiritually healthy. You can go to faithfulcounseling.com forward slash 11, spell that out, and receive 10% off your first month. You'll fill out a questionnaire to assess your needs get matched with a counselor that you will love, and then have the support that you've been looking for. Financial aid is available for those who qualify. It is secure, convenient, professional, and affordable. Again, get 10% off your first month with the discount code 11 at faithfulcounseling.com forward slash 11. My guest today is Hollister Rand, and she has released her second book, Everything You Wanted to Know About the Afterlife. If you have had questions, if you've been curious, if you wanted to dive deep into knowing any and everything about the afterlife, then I recommend you pick up this book and also check out what she offers through her website, HollisterRand.com. She does have small group circles as well as individual private sessions She works by phone or by Zoom at this time, Uh, so it will be an opportunity for you to connect with any of your loved ones that have passed on. Hollister, is there a waiting period before spirits can be contacted if someone passes? Well, I used to think so, and and not just me. A lot of mediums thought so. When I first started doing this work 25 plus years ago, Um, There was the idea that the spirit had to regain energy, perhaps, after dying, after a long illness. Um, But over the years, um, especially when a spirit would show up the, the night, the day after they had died, or even the day they had died, I had a situation in which a pair of sisters attended a circle event And their mother in spirit showed up to plan her own funeral, which I thought was very strange until I found out she had died that morning. Um, And so what began, you know, the thought began to occur to me, what is going on here? Why Why are these spirits showing up immediately? And what I realized is that it is less about the spirits needing a waiting period and more about us here on the earth plane needing a period to come to terms with our grief and the grievance around the passing of someone. So one of the great blocks to communication are the ideas of he shouldn't have died that way. How could that have happened? Um, God has abandoned me. Um, Why did God take him so young? Um, This should not have happened. I need to blame that person. So that kind of grievance actually makes it difficult for spirit communication to take place. I I seem to recall uh, hearing an interview with uh, Esther Hicks one time when she wanted to connect to Jerry just after his passing. And uh, 
Abraham said that it was because she was still in that place of grief and belief of separation. Is there a certain attunement or alignment that the those that have remained behind, those that are still living, uh, are required to get to to allow that spirit to clearly come through? Well, fortunately, everybody doesn't have to become a spirit connection um, expert in order to uh, get connected through a medium. That's one of the reasons we have mediums is because mediums are attuned to the spirits. But the level of the information and the frequency of the connection um, can be influenced um, by the pain or the anger or the discomfort of the people who are going to see the medium. So what I suggest to people, if you're going to see a medium, let the spirit show up as they may. Not, you know, ordering them, you have to come this way and you have to talk about this and you have to explain why you killed yourself because I'm really mad that you did that. But allowing the spirit to come on his or her own terms, um, that is really the best way to approach this with anticipation but not expectation of who's going to show up and exactly what that person's going to say. Mm. When we think about what we're going through right now with all of the social distancing and, um, and the numbers that people are seeing on TV of you know, who's sick, who's passing, those kinds of things, are spirits aware of the situations that we are encountering on the earth plane? Are they aware of disasters, um, even the ecological types of disasters that take place? Well, thank you for answering that. And I do answer that um, at length in the book. Yes, we have first responders in spirit, much as we have first responders here. Um, And as far as the spirits knowing what we're going through, yes, they do. And spirits, um, many of our, our fathers, our grandfathers, our grandmothers have been through very difficult times in their lives. They've been through depressions. They've been through war. They've experienced genocide. Um, So these are the very people who are helping us through this time. Now, when I was reading the audio version of the book, um, I got to the answer of uh, what is the difference between guides and angels. And And I came across these couple of lines. I am seeing angels with stunning frequency. This could be due to a threat to life on our planet. Now, I read those two sentences and I stopped and I started to cry. And I said to the producer of the audiobook, you know, I've got to just stop today. Because I realized when I had written those words, and for two years leading up to even writing those words, I had been seeing angels, 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 and getting this message, we have to listen, there's something coming. And then I started to hear from other clients, you spoke with my mother in December, and she said, there's a big change coming, I can't tell you exactly what it is, but hold on, and we're here, you know, this kind of thing. So we were hearing from the spirits that they were here that they will escort us. And then so the next day I started to read the rest of the answer around the angels and the guys once I had recovered myself. Um, and it went, and the answer goes on to talk about how the spirits are here for our transformation, that it's nothing less than the transformation of mankind, um, of being more loving, more kind, more compassionate. 
So the spirits are going to show us the way. We are not abandoned in the middle of this. Mm, And what are the signs that a spirit is present? Well, the signs can be as individual as a spirit. Um, I remember one woman whose father died of lung cancer after being a smoker all of his life. And she was on him all the time. Dad, quit smoking. It's not going to do you any good. Quit smoking. Well, he smoked really, I I think, until the day he died, despite having an oxygen tank in the whole business. Um, And now... He comes and he visits her with smoke because here in California, people are not allowed to smoke in in a lot of places. So if you're smelling smoke, chances are it's not someone who's smoking near you. And so the very thing that upset her and that aggravated her, she now takes as a sign from him. Yeah, I'm here. And yes, I have died, but I am indeed alive. So spirits will come with signature things, a scent. Um, They may show up with signs, uh, a favorite flower. I had a sister whose uh, sister who had passed always came with sunflowers. And one day she was thinking of her sister really grieving and came across a whole field of sunflowers. Um, Birds, winged creatures, nature can communicate with us. Electronic devices can go crazy when it comes to the spirits. Um, I had a mother once who said that I think it was her son's photo was her like screensaver. And then one day it went crazy and all of these photos with him sort of, you know, started randomly showing up every time she pulled up a new uh, a new application on her computer. So I have to say the spirits are everywhere. Um, And we don't have to miss, we don't have to worry about missing a communication. They're very patient and they're very insistent. So don't worry about being hypervigilant. You're not going to miss a hello from the spirits. In in the spiritual uh, circles, different types and different um, cultural ways of, of doing spirit work or spiritual growth work, uh, there will be these situations where individuals call in ancestors, call in uh, guides, call in spirits uh, around a specific ceremony or around a specific thing, or sometimes even in a prayer. Is there a certain intentionality that is required uh, and or is there a level of casualness that, uh, it, that's sometimes thrown out with that, that can negatively affect spirits? Well, I don't necessarily think of negative and positive in that way. Um, We are networked. All of us are. We all have a spirit entourage, whether we acknowledge it or not. Now, how cooperative we choose to be with that network and with those spirits is up to us. But uh, spirit is always working on our behalf. And so what I will see is I will see spirits, spirit musicians working with musicians here, uh, scientists in spirit working with scientists here. So there is a cooperative uh, element to the universe that is happening, whether we acknowledge it outwardly or even inwardly or not. However, if we are willing to, then that just opens up all sorts of possibilities. Um, And so that's the exciting thing for me is that I want to help bring people into that part of their lives where they can have an open and working relationship with the spirits in their lives. 
can spirit support someone in changing their destiny? Oh, absolutely. In fact, I think that's part of the reason why they're working with us. Um, Because every choice that we make and every limitation that we let go changes where we're going and how we get there. Um, And the spirits are really all about helping us let go of limiting beliefs, of limiting beliefs about ourselves, of ways that we do not love ourselves or other people. So as we let go of these things, our destiny becomes very broad and full of possibility. Um, But as we limit ourselves, it may seem that there's only a very narrow path with one way that things end. If you're wanting to increase your team, just invite in the spirit world and start by getting your copy of everything you wanted to know about the afterlife and also connecting to Hollister Rand at HollisterRand.com. Attend one of her spirit circles, uh, connect with her gallery online events, have a private session, connect by phone or Zoom. Again, that's HollisterRand.com. Next week, my guest is Paul Selig. We'll be talking about his new Awakening Self-Realization series of books that he has released. It is sure to be a powerful show. Until then, stay safe and well. In love, of love, with love and as love, I am Simran. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.